This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Pritzker's plan does not alter or increase state income tax rates, but it would more than double the tax rate paid by sports books on gross revenues and extend an existing cap on operating losses businesses can claim on taxes. More stories, podcasts, and videos at NowDecatur.com. Will President Biden implement Trump-like border policies? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. He is considering taking executive actions that could put stricter rules on asylum seekers, preventing many migrants who enter the U.S. illegally from staying. But Fox's Lucas Tomlinson reports. This is not something the White House has confirmed. A White House spokesman telling Fox News no executive action, no matter how aggressive, can deliver the significant policy reforms and additional resources Congress can provide and that Republicans rejected. And recall last month, President Biden said he can't do anything more to fix the border or more than and 7 million migrants have entered the United States under Biden's watch. President Biden is out west, focused on his re-election, and he said something Russia is not happy about. It was at a fundraising event in California on Wednesday when President Biden called his Russian counterpart Vladimir Putin a crazy SOB. He was talking about the threat of nuclear war. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov says it appeared President Biden was trying to look like a Hollywood cowboy. Fox's Jonathan Savage, the war in Gaza, spills over to the West Bank again. A shooting has left one person dead, 11 injured. Fox's Trey Ingst reports from Tel Aviv. Three Palestinian gunmen opened fire on a line of cars at a checkpoint. And we understand a 23-year-old Israeli reservist who had just finished serving in Gaza engaged the shooters, killing two of them. A third was later tracked down. Iran back Houthi militants hit another ship with missiles near the Red Sea, a British-owned cargo vessel that caught fire. A lot of Americans are having a hard time communicating this morning. A big cell service outage affecting AT&T customers mostly. Local reports say AT&T is now coming back online in some places, saying this is the carrier's second major outage within a week. A current outage map on downdetector.com shows this is impacting folks in multiple places. Indiana, Atlanta, Chicago, L.A., Houston, San Francisco, so all over the country. That's Jerry Will. America's listening to Fox News. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. After 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation promised to make sure that we never forget. And since then, they have been supporting American heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. He was killed in Iraq. And Hook left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. Tunnel to Towers stepped up. They paid off the mortgage on their home. Donate 11 bucks a month. Go to their website, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. President Biden's brother James spent hours answering questions from House Republicans in their impeachment inquiry as they allege the president was involved in Biden family business dealings. Congressman Russell Fry was there, tells Fox Business. Jim Biden said that he had no involvement um, and that he was not in an agreement with Rob Walker, Hunter Biden and James Gilliar. But when presented with a document that he signed with those gentlemen coming together for a business arrangement, 
Uh, he changed his story there and said he wasn't familiar with signing that particular document. Now, Democrats claim there is no evidence of Biden wrongdoing in the indictment of an FBI informant lying about Biden transactions undercuts the GOP probe. There is controversy in Alabama where a medical facility is suspending some fertility treatments after the state Supreme Court ruling that frozen embryos are legally children. The University of Alabama, Birmingham's UAB Division of Reproductive Endocrinology and Infertility says it's pausing in vitro fertilization treatments, explaining it must evaluate the potential that patients and physicians could be prosecuted criminally or face punitive damages for following the standard of care for IVF treatments. This following the Alabama Supreme Court allowing two wrongful death lawsuits against a fertility clinic to move forward with patients alleging their embryos were mistakenly destroyed. Justices ruling an 1872 state law allowing parents to sue over the death of a child applies to unborn children and embryos, sparking warnings from IVF advocates who say embryos were previously viewed as property. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Stocks could rise this morning. Dow futures up more than 100 points after a record overnight in Japan with an EK average closed at an all-time high. The baseball season sprouts up today with the first spring training game in Arizona. The L.A. Dodgers versus the San Diego Padres getting an early start because... They begin the regular season with the first games in South Korea in March. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. This is real estate agent Sandra Yelovich with Brinkarder Realtors. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, I can help. Selling opportunities are better than ever. Call me, Sandra Yelovich, at 217-855-1196 to find out more. Investing in real estate is investing in your future. So again, call me, Sandra, at 217-855-1196 for all your real estate needs. Find your way home. Brinkarder.com. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today we've got chance of showers and thunderstorms, cloudy to start, then sunny, high of 60. Tonight's mostly cloudy, then clear, low around 37. Friday, mostly sunny, high of 50. Chance of flurries after midnight, then Saturday, sunny with a high near 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 48 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.06. Good morning and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Buyers and Company. It's Thursday. No, it's not just you. Cell phones are down everywhere. Paul Osborne, City Hall Insiders in. We'll check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. The company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Now I don't even have SOS. It's just completely blank. One of my textees texted me back and said, yeah, I have an outage, but clearly able to use the f- cell service via Wi-Fi. Yes, we can so, do that. So that so that portion is still holding on. Yeah. But the cell access is SOS. But that, that's, that's the Wi-Fi doing that. That's right. But, but the, <laughs> there's no disconnect is what I'm saying there. Well, uh, it, it keeps going in and out of SOS. <laughs> uh, I didn't know there was a, a downgrade from SOS. I thought SOS was rock bottom. <laughs> uh, but well, evidently there's yeah. another level. Uh, you're not alone. Uh, we'll keep you posted. And, uh, uh, it's a major inconvenience. Uh, get it. But, uh, 
seems like Comcast, some of the other internet providers are not down, you, you know, but uh, AT&T and Verizon and then any of the smaller cellular companies you might have that, that piggyback on top of AT&T and Verizon are also suffering the same kind of outages. Within the last hour, comments on Reddit of people trying to point out what communities have it. It's the big ones. Cincinnati, Atlanta, Nashville, San Francisco. New Orleans, Minneapolis, and Springfield, Illinois. And, and <laughs> let's not forget Decatur. And now do Decatur well, let's see if we can go it. further than that. Mount Zion, Illinois. <laughs> All right. Good morning and welcome. Paul Osborne, City Hall Insider, former mayor of Decatur, publisher of the uh, Decatur Tribune, in studios with us here today. I want to point out a couple of things. When, when you uh, were uh, uh, chosen by the people of this community to be mayor of Decatur, you purposely uh, did not take any money from the city for public notice ads because you would have seen that as a conflict of interest. Right. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. I want to state that up front because Paul's an honorable guy that way and uh, uh, there there is a I, I guess a side to this if you say oh you're fighting to keep you know dollars coming to you but you you turned all that away while you were mayor. Oh, that's right and I, I and I really don't think you should you know as a publisher if you end up being mayor uh, then use the city as still as a resource. And so during the years I served as mayor, we did not run any city legals. They were all run in the, in the daily, the Herald and Review okay. newspaper at that time. Now you've been in this business for a long time. And now the, uh, uh, you got some people who are trying to, and this has been an argument for I don't know how long. I, I mean, I, I, this has been an ongoing conversation for years, right? Yeah. And I think with the, you know, the technology that we have today, people are saying, well, everyone is, uh, you know, they're either on their iPhone or they can get this kind of information that's in the newspaper. I will say this morning, the Decatur Tribune came out. We are not down. People will get their paper today. <laughs> and their information. The old, yeah, the old-fashioned way. All right, the <laughs> Illinois Municipal League, uh, which our mayor uh, last year was the, the, you know, the head of that organization. Yeah, yeah, we were, we're proud of her yeah. for being president. So the Municipal League kind of is a... How would you describe it? I mean, they're a group that sort of represents, you know, uh, you know, mayors and councils and local government all over the state of Illinois. Yeah, they represent municipal government yeah. and just uh, and they look out and and find ways to to help improve municipal government and. Uh, like any other organization that's devoted to a certain group or, or organizations. Okay. Now, the argument is, okay, you guys are antiquated. We don't need newspapers. We Everybody gets their information digitally. My argument to that would be, okay, yeah, but the Decatur Tribune is also the DecaturTribune.com, and those legal notices can also be found, you know, online. I'm assuming the same as, as in the paper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not only that, you can not only can find all the legal notices uh, from the city and about everybody else uh, free of charge online. You know, there's a box when you go to DecaturTribune.com. They're in the paper. They're in the online edition, but they're free of charge to anyone who wants to come in and check, not only for Macon County, but for about every county in the state, you can check right there, free of charge. Okay. Now, is that a requirement, Paul? That if you were to accept the money, that it has to be publicly available without subscription, or or no, is, uh-uh. it is not? Okay. Yeah. No. Most newspapers have gone behind a paywall. Uh, I mean, so you do that as a public service thing. And, and my argument again, once again, I, I'm, I'm not a newspaper. I don't benefit one way or another from this conversation. But people are more accustomed to going and seeking their information from you as readers than they are trying to navigate a, a county or city government website. Well, we get numbers as far as how many people visit this to check out the yeah. legals and that. 
it's minuscule compared to the readership of, of the print edition of the Tribune. But you get it hand in hand uh, for free, and you don't have to pay for it. Now, th- this argument, there are some, you know, as far as newspapers are concerned. Now, and I would assume radio, TV, other uh, forms of communication have looked at you guys and go, well, why do you get all the money? Yeah, well, yeah, you want to earn legals on your, the, you know. On the, Somebody in sales would, I'm sure. Yeah, well, yeah, radio and TV really aren't too conducive to, to run legal numbers. Notices all day long. No, I'm know? talking about. Uh, well, I, I know, but but Paul, we're not just one thing. I mean, uh, we do this three-hour radio show, but Nauticator.com has hundreds of thousands of, uh, of impressions, and I mean, we, we certainly could do something like that. And I'm not arguing for it. I just think that city websites in general are just not that easy to navigate. Some communities are so small they don't even have you know websites or very little of it. And if the point you made, which I think is the most interesting one of the day, if no one is looking to you for information, why are they sending a press release to you about it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like they must see there's value in getting the word out. And, uh, you know, we have uh, those people. Why didn't the IML just post this story on their website? Yeah, because no one would read it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the reason. And uh, I guess that's what kind of bothers me. And then, you know, the most important thing, they want this to apply to everybody in the state except Chicago. Oh, they're going to exempt the... They're the, going to exempt Chicago, yeah. And one of the, the senators in introducing this is from the Chicago region. So the, you would think that, that Chicago would have way more resources to be able to do this than the village of Mount Zion. Yeah. You would. What I mean, you, building yeah. websites and doing, I mean, you, you know, the budget to do this in a, in a better way. So why is it that they're being exempted? I don't know. Does it state that? They're, they're Chicago. That's why. And, uh, and I guess they're too powerful. And, uh, you have powerful media in Chicago, but it should apply. If you want to propose something, Are not the, make it apply I, to everybody. Isn't the Tribune and the Sun Times both behind a paywall? I know the Tribune is. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, those are papers I used to read on a regular basis and I do not anymore because, you know, once you've gone to their website three times or whatever, you're, you know, out of free articles. I know the Tribune is and I, I'm not quite sure about the Sun Times, but you know, there you go. Well, I, I think, uh, the Illinois Municipal League uh, has indicated, you know, that they're going to have their own site where the cities can go and post on their site. Illinois Press has been doing that for the last 12 years, you know, that you It already exists. Yeah, it already exists and no one pays anything for it to go to that site. Just like on, on the Tribune, you can read the city's legals free of charge. You don't have to buy a Tribune or any other newspaper uh, to see what's going on. I think the other point is, and even a Harvard educators is quoted in my column today as saying that, you know, these notices should be posted somewhere other than a city website because, you know, they're just not very good at it. And, you know, even if newspapers didn't exist, they should be somewhere posted somewhere else. And I, I think how permanent is this going to be long term? Well, I, I think that if you look at the decline in media overall, right, and, and you look at, I mean, I mean, you've have you ever felt beholden to, you know, the city of Decatur or the village of Mount Zion or Macon County because they pay for a legal notice? No, no, that's uh, I, probably if I was in a smaller community with limited circulation, probably the impact of uh, that village government on running legals in my paper, if they were gone, 
it, it might impact me in a, a very negative way. But uh, the Tribune doesn't depend on its survival, you know, from the city. No, but I meant like, you, you know, well, we spend our money with you, Paul, so don't write anything negative. No, never had that. Okay. Uh, yeah, wouldn't do them any good anyway. No, so. I, I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, and we, you have news deserts that are popping up, you know, all over, particularly, and, and we're small compared to Chicago, but there are places a lot smaller than us that don't have the resources. And this seems to be a way where at least tax dollars are spent on getting information out to people that's legally required. There's no editorial content. I mean, it's just a, a straightforward transaction of you have a lot of people coming to your website or you have a lot of people subscribing to your newspaper. We want this information out there. We're required by law to do so. I don't see why you got to fix what's not broken. Well, and that's my feeling, too. You know, it, it works okay now. It does. Okay, so some people get their news online. You can get the legals online. Some people get their news out of, a, a lot of people, in our case, out of the print newspaper. You can get it there, too. And and they talk about, you know, all the money that cities spend in, in, in producing these legals and that. It's minuscule compared to the whole city budget over a year's time, you know, compared to anything else you spend and to get this information out to me is really important and also you have newspapers uh, you know holding uh, a city accountable for this they know what should be coming in they know that bids should be in the paper so everyone has access to them and i can tell you we have a lot of people that subscribe to the paper when we tell them they can pay online well, i don't do that kind of stuff you know I, i'm not online you know so you have in this day and age you have still probably an older generation for the most part and still get their news out of the print media. And you take that privilege of seeing what the city is doing if they don't have access to it. So now you have access to it, whether you're online or not online. And I think why it, why it doesn't that work? All right. Like I said, I don't gain a penny one way or another in this yeah. conversation, but uh, I, I do think that, that, well, let me just read your paragraph because I thought it kind of summed it all up. Uh, Paul writes, I have a question. If people are receiving their news and public information online, then why is the IML sending a news release about it to a print newspaper? Can't people read what they're doing on the IML website? And I guarantee you, no one, no one outside of maybe the mayor knows what the IML website even is. Well, and and they want to uh, and they want to post city legals on that. Okay. So, all right. So, everybody wants their clicks, Paul. I'm sure they can provide value to whatever else they're doing. To, uh, all right. Enough of that. We'll see what happens. What's the timeline on this? Or, or I mean, I know this is a just a. Uh, they're trying well, to push this legislation. Yeah, you have, and uh, it seems like it comes up about all the time. And uh, you have it a uh, proposal in the Senate, also I think in the House. So. Uh, last time I checked, it hasn't moved any further than being brought up. It may not go any further. I don't know. But I, I think in this day and age, too, I think the less access people have to information about how their tax money is being spent and that, you know, the worse it is for, for a community. And I think right now they have full access. No matter where you go, you have full access to information about your city government, county government, and everything else that's going on, and why tamper with that and say, yeah, I think the city can just post all this on their website, and when a lot of them don't even have a website. Yeah, and then who, who holds them accountable for that? Yeah, and who, do you hire someone then to maintain your website and pay them the money, which would be more than what you're now paying to, to put it in the paper? So 
I don't know. I, I'm not, like I say, it's not going to destroy our business if they go that. I just don't think, uh, I think public information is really important and it's getting more and more important, you know, as we move along and, uh, People see a greater amount of their budget going for for government in general. They need to know how their money is spent. They need to have access to that information, whether they take a print newspaper or online. And that's my argument. There you go. March 19th is just around the corner. It is. Yeah, be here before you know it. Boy, these weeks are flying by. Yeah. And uh, the way we're going is going to be 172 degrees. (laughs) (laughs) I I tell you, uh, I love the weather. I'll take every bit of it. Now, you're right, and we talked about this last week or a couple of weeks ago about how carved up these districts are oh, yeah. and how many different state reps we have and how many choices we'll have because most of them are not in a primary. No, no, uh, it's just very few, very few races, you know, uh, have a primary that really means a whole lot where you really go and say, I'm going to choose this person, then we're going to head for the general election. And I think the most notable uh yeah, away from uh, the state rep races, uh, you know, in Arlington County is is the race for coroner, where we have three candidates running, so one can go ahead and and uh, and face the Democratic candidate in the fall. And you look around; I don't think I've really ever seen a ballot that is just so empty of of candidates, you know, for offices in the primary. There's just and then. Even down on some of the lower tier offices, it's no candidate, no candidate, no candidate. And I don't know if people are just totally fed up. They don't want to get involved. And that could be it. I think it's a combination of things, but I certainly think that plays into it. And then the drawing of the map every 10 years and you sort of like carve it out red or blue. And then, you know, well, why run there? Because I don't have a chance. I mean, you know, more and more, I feel like government's choosing voters rather than voters choosing politicians. Well, I mean, I see my part of Decatur, you know, my state representative, uh, lives in Shelbyville and he's representing, you know, my needs and that here in Decatur, Illinois. Someone suggests he lives on Mars, but, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. And I, you see that and her before, you know, your, your representative, you know, lived in right in your community. Yeah. But the they carve it up to where you have five. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and one fifth. Is where I live in that one fifth and my representative, uh, you know, lives in Shelbyville. Nothing wrong with Shelbyville. Nothing wrong with him. It's just like, you know, I've never met the guy. And usually they beat down your door when they're running for office and, and they know you and you know them. And, you know, in times past, very few candidates ran for office like the representative Decatur. I didn't know ahead of time. You know, and now, I don't know any of these names or, yeah. or very few of these names. Yeah. And I think that's the way it is today. And maybe that's a, the reason there's a lack of interest in this election. I don't see, you know, hardly anything coming out in letters to the editor and support, you know, and, and maybe they're doing it somewhere else. I don't know, but it's just not there. No, I, I think in general national politics has put a damper on people's excitement about, you, you know, we, we, we're going into another presidential election cycle where a lot of people are going out of 350 million people. These are the two people we have to choose from. I think that uh, uh, because they've carved up these districts and there's so people don't even know till they go get a ballot. Right. What's on their ballot? I guarantee you the vast majority of people who will go to vote this time around will not know who their state rep is. Yeah, that's right. And they won't know till they get in there and say, oh, that's the one I'm going to be voting in. And when you have five in Macon County, five different races, five different state reps. And by the way, that's not a knock. I'm not saying people aren't informed. I'm just saying when they carve this up every 10 years, 
it looks like a jigsaw puzzle with a whole bunch of pieces missing. <laughs> and, you, and, and many, many folks won't know until they get that ballot handed to them or they do their mail-in ballot and go, oh, all right, that's who I'm voting for. Yeah. Uh, that's the district that represents me now. Yeah, I, I, and I th- don't think I've ever seen it worse. I know. Uh, we had it one time. I remember, didn't we have like three congressional uh, uh, seats? We had, we had one from Peoria. That, Ray LaHood. Yeah. And then we had David Phelps and we had somebody else all at the same time. Yeah. So it's been that way. Maybe not as divided as now. Yeah, I think it's more divided now than I don't remember ever like running ballots or anything where it's just one after another. That it, it's uh, these are Macon County ballots. I mean, this this is for the voters in Macon County, and you see all these uh, state representative districts represented. Five of them. I would like to suggest that someone. I don't want to do it. Someone. (laughs) I think the Chamber of Commerce did this one time. Do a seminar for candidates on how to run for office and use the media. Like, I mean, teach a class. Yeah. I've got a candidate and I'm not naming any names because I'm not trying to embarrass anyone, but I'll get an email and they'll, they'll say to me, I am available to take a phone call between this 30 minute period and this 30 minute period. (laughs) And I'm like, if you get elected, I mean, is that how much time you're going to have to? Because I, I don't know how to communicate that way. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's really changed. And you know it has from the way that it used to be. And it, uh, and now it's almost like, yeah, I'll talk to you. And one of the 30-minute periods was 8.30 to 9. <laughs> well, you got time then. <laughs> talk to him on the show. <laughs> But at least that candidate reached out. I mean, you yeah. know, that that's even better than the, you know, the hello, hello, you know, like you're getting from others. Yeah. That's, yeah. I guess you have to give that candidate credit. That's the, that's that's something. a C. We got a lot of F's. Uh, but yeah, I don't they chamber do that again. That was a good thing. I remember I, Joel Fletcher was with the Herald Review at the time. And I remember being on a panel and they could ask questions. I mean, the whole yeah. thing was about how to deal with the media if you're running for office. Well, I did that when I was uh, when I was mayor. I think there were a couple of years the chamber had something. Yeah. And we talked about offices and what was involved and that kind of thing. But you're exactly right. I mean, there there's definitely a definitely a technique in communicating uh, that you're running for office and a follow up. I have candidates now that I will look somewhere and I'll see a news release that they, yeah. they, they said, why don't you send it to us? Yeah, no, I, <laughs> yeah. I will give an A-plus to Regan Deering and to Nikki Budzinski, yeah. who seem old school in their approach, and I mean that as a compliment, to being available, being visible, being at things, you know, letting you know, press releases, uh, hey, can I get on the show? They're great. Yeah, yeah. And, That's and, not an endorsement, by the way. I'm just saying they know, they get it. Well, and I think you and I being in this business, too, we notice that right away. I mean, it's almost an oasis of candidacy. Look, I will tell you, in all the years I've done this, um, th- there was never anybody, a candidate in, in 30 years that had an operation like Barack Obama's. They were Amazing. Their ground game of what you could see behind the scenes as a member of the media about getting out and, I mean, and you just go, that's unbelievable. 
And and today you just you don't see that that much. No, no, you're exactly right, and that's the reason he became president. Yeah, I, I think of their ground game. I mean, they literally when he was going to do the the keynote speech in Boston at the Democratic convention, we had him on the show that morning. They must have done fifty radio interviews in Illinois to make sure people were watching that that thing where he leapt off the stage into stardom. Right? I mean, that that's the kind of ground game they had. Yeah, I remember uh, I, I was mayor at the time, and I remember you know meeting him out at the fairgrounds at a meeting and, and they they had it arranged where he would come up and maybe introduce himself he was a state senator at that time right. running you know and for the u.s senate yeah yeah and we and we chatted for a while and but that was planned yeah. and, I, and i thought at the time wow I, yeah. I, I i interviewed him twice as he was in the white house yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it's changed. It has. And well, it's, I mean, like Nikki and, and and Regan are both doing it the right way. I, I yeah. mean, as far as being out there, being available, they're everywhere. Yeah, they are. And and it, it's just miles above what you're seeing from the others. So, uh, all right, uh, Chamber, I'll help. You don't have to do all the work. <laughs> I, I would. I'll volunteer to help. I think a candidate 101 uh, school would be a a good idea. You'll I'll tell them to call you between eight and nine <laughs> if we can. <laughs> But I'm only able to plan <laughs> between 8.30 and 9. Oh, my goodness. A lot of fun, Paul. Hey, if uh, people want to check out the paper, decatertribune.com, and, right. uh, of course, uh, uh, subscribers know uh, you can't access your phone right now, but you can read the uh, the public notices in the newspaper. Yeah, yeah, the Tribune is, is uh, on the newsstand, and it's out. It's in the mail. You'll be getting it today. All right, good stuff as always. Uh, we appreciate it, and uh, we'll have you back uh, next week, of course, always in his Thursday morning slot. Uh, I don't know, you know, you're, some people are kind of old-fashioned about the weather that, you know, they'll say, oh, what a nice day, and then they'll go, boy, we're going to pay for this later. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, even if that turns out to be true, just enjoy the nice day. Yeah. Would you want bad days all along? And, and, yeah. and they'll go, well, there's thunder in February. <laughs> yeah. I like I like all the predictions that well, that's snow coming up. You know, well, it's winter. You know, <laughs> it's Central Illinois. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. I will take it. Paul Osborne, City Hall Insider, former mayor of Decatur, publisher of the Decatur Tribune. You can check them out, DecaturTribune.com. When we get back, we'll uh, visit with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports and get the latest from his point of view uh, in the world of sports. Always entertaining and interesting. News is next. This is R.J. Crace with your stories. Now, scammers pretending to be from the IRS are using tax season to con people. Samantha Alfonso with the Illinois Controller's Constituent Affairs Office warns that these scammers threaten people with deportation and jail if they don't make immediate payments using gift cards or wire transfers. A new scam this year is a letter on fake IRS stationery promising an unclaimed tax refund. College students and faculty are also being targeted by a new email scam. An address that uses the suffix .edu delivers a form designed to get people to fill out their personal info. More tips at NowDecatur.com. Milliken has been awarded $5.6 million through the Illinois Board of Higher Education. Milliken says this grant will be primarily used to complete the J Athletic Center, a new 16,000-square-foot facility immediately south of Lindsay Field. The center is expected to be completed by early next year. More at our website, nowdecatur.com. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. 
President Biden is considering executive action to restrict asylum claims at the border. White House spokesman telling Fox News, no executive action, no matter how aggressive, can deliver the significant policy reforms and additional resources Congress can provide and that Republicans rejected. Last month, President Biden said he can't do anything more to fix the border, where more than 7 million migrants have entered the United States under Biden's watch. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson, their cell phone outages reported across the country with AT&T customers hardest hit. This is impacting folks in multiple places, Indiana, Atlanta, Chicago, L.A., Houston, San Francisco, so all over the country. Still no word on what is causing the problem. Fox's Jerry Willis. China plans to send a pair of giant pandas to the San Diego Zoo this year. The only pandas left in the U.S. now are four in Atlanta. Other loan agreements expired with the bears sent back. America's listening to Fox News. Get excited. The Little Theater on the Square presents My Way, a musical tribute to Frank Sinatra, March 1st through the 10th. One of the most popular reviews in music theater history. Audiences and critics alike have hailed its powerful music, superb arrangements, classy style, and easygoing comedy. My Way celebrates the mystique of one of music's most iconic singers. Tickets are available at thelittletheater.org or call 728-7375. Unforgettable entertainment. Little Theater, big talent. Don't miss your chance to cheer on Fighting Illini basketball this season. Deafening in here. 15,000, another shutout. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. And Illinois overcomes their largest deficit of the season. Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season. The Illini win it. Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. Shop on Main is having a cash-only sale. Yes, you heard that right. All winter apparel is now half off, but reduces to 75% if you pay cash. No debit cards, no credit cards. Cash gets you 75% off. The sale ends on Leap Day, February 29th. Grab your cash and head to Shop on Main. Again, all winter apparel is 75% off when you pay cash. Shop on Main, 407 North Main, beautiful downtown Decatur. Cash saves you cash at Shop on Main. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, a chance of rain and thunderstorms. Cloudy, then sunny, high of 60. Tonight, mostly cloudy, then clear, low of 37. For Friday, mostly sunny, high of 50. Chance of flurries after midnight. Then Saturday, sunny with a high near 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 48 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.33. Tupper on Sports on WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Good morning and welcome. Each and every weekday, we check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. Man, I just can't figure out men's college basketball this year. What happened last night? Well, it was an abomination is what it was. It was embarrassing. Um, You know, uh, uh, Illinois at Penn State, and uh, with two and a half minutes to go, they're up 10, uh, 87-77. With 35 seconds to go, they're up seven. And they get outscored eight to nothing in the final 35 seconds and lose the game 90 to 89. 
Um, it, 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 you can't trace it all to the final 35 seconds. Defensively, they were bad all night. Um, couldn't guard the brim. The, the Penn State, when Penn State would inbound the ball from the baseline, uh, I think they had four or five just layups uncontested. Uh, Illinois turned the ball over all night. Um, <clears throat> and then at the end, they missed a close in shot. They missed free throws. It was, it was really bad. And, and it got down to, um, where they were up 89-87. Uh, they couldn't get the ball in bounds against the Penn State press. They had to use two timeouts just to get it in. They got it into Coleman Hawkins, who got fouled with um, 18 seconds to go. He goes to the line to shoot two. Um, got to make at least one. He didn't make either. And uh, and then they come down and get, get a three, and Hawkins fouls him, just a stupid foul. And uh, the guy goes to the free throw line and makes all three free throws with 4.2 seconds to go to take the lead. And uh, Illinois gets one final shot. Justin Harmon misses a floater. And that's it. Ball game. It was uh, <clears throat> it was embarrassing the way that they ended the game, the way that they defended throughout. They had 18 turnovers. Um, Damask had four. Terrence Shannon, who had a who had a wonderful offensive game, career high 35 points and 11 rebounds. He had four. Coleman Hawkins had five. Illinois 18 turnovers. Penn State six. I thought it was Coleman Hawkins' worst game in two years. Uh, Penn State shoots almost 54%. Uh, they had 11 steals. And it really, ba- you know, if you wanted to say, well, they had a really bad game, okay, they had a really bad game. But um, unless they, for their last five games, they've given up 80 points. Their defense is really bad right now, and it will bite them when they get to the NCAA tournament. They can't handle the press. They're sloppy with the ball. And uh, this is back into the back uh, to the drawing board, and and really try to come up with some hard to practice these adjustments right now because you're playing all the time. They're playing Saturday at home against Iowa, one fifteen tip. Uh, but that was just awful last night, and um, and I think they would come home in the wee hours and be happy to sneak into their apartments and their dorms without anybody seeing them <laughs> because. You don't want to walk the streets and have people looking at you. People can be shaking their heads looking at you today. Man, you guys really blew that one big time. Bad. All right. On the other side of the break, we'll do a little baseball and a preview of tonight's Sport Talk. This look at Tupper on Sports brought to you by First National Bank, the quality bank, now open in downtown Decatur. Spring is right around the corner and a perfect time to take advantage of a CD special from First National Bank of Decatur. Offering an annual percentage yield as high as 5.28% for nine months, depending on the product type. For details, visit either Decatur branch at 1688 Baltimore Road or downtown in the Millican Building. You can also visit one of our other branches in Pena, Assumption, Taylorville, or Blue Mound. This is a limited time special and is subject to change. Penalty for early withdrawal. First National Bank of Decatur, the quality bank. FNB quality. Bank, member FDIC. Back here with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. All right, let's start with a little baseball news. Yeah, let's talk about the Cardinals for a minute because this is an interesting situation. Oliver Marmol is the manager. They had a horrible year last year, um, but they have a chance to come back this year and, and right some of these wrongs, and I think that's the hope is that Oliver Marmol 
uh, has a really good year managing this team that, you know, hey, take a run at the division. Uh, maybe you make a deep run in October and people feel really good about you. But in the meantime, you've got two Cardinal recent legends um, who both want to be managers. You've got Yadier Molina, who's managing a, a team in Puerto Rico in the um, Winter League, who's been named a special assistant to John Moselak. And and I thought when I read the story initially, he was going to mentor Cardinal catchers. That certainly makes sense. And, um, you know, use his influence uh, and reputation in spring training. Well, he's not there. Um, he's he's continuing to complete his winter ball obligation right now. And now it's been announced that Albert Pujols wants to manage and will manage a Dominican Republic Winter League team uh, later this year in 24-25. And so you're Oliver Marmol, <laughs> and, and you're trying to do a good job and secure your future as the Cardinals manager, and yet they've got two legends kind of warming up in the bullpen <laughs> who want your job as well. I don't know how all this plays out. Maybe nobody knows at this point, but it makes for kind of an interesting dynamic between those three guys. In the meantime, uh, baseball begins today. The Dodgers and the Padres at 210. You can watch it on ESPN. The great story I was reading about um, Japanese fans coming flying 6,000 miles to come to spring training just to get a glimpse of Otani or Yamamoto um, and, and the Dodgers... Uh, trying to convert Japan into uh, a country of Dodger fans. And um, so they'll get started today. Cubs and Sox play each other uh, tomorrow in Arizona. And then the Cardinals get going with two games, a split split squad uh, schedule on Saturday. They they will um, play Miami at at noon 05, and then they play the Mets at 12.10. And so uh, by the time we reconvene, on Monday, everyone will have gotten going. Meanwhile, Sport Talk tonight from 5 to 6. Tim Kane and I will be in the studio and hopefully have some updates early in that Millican women against Carroll College game in the CCIW tournament. Hope you can join us. All right. Looking forward to it, Mark. Have a great show tonight at 5. And if you can't be there, you can always check out the podcast right after the show at nowdicator.com. Just go to the podcast page. On the other side of the break... The season finale of the challenge happened last night. And I had to stop and think and realize I've been watching this show every Wednesday night since October 25th. Awesome. This season. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not even good or bad. It's just, when was the last time you took 18 weeks to finish something? That's a good question. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, because that's a single season, correct? Yeah. Oh, wow, that's a lot for a season. So, I mean, literally, October, we went through Halloween, we went through Thanksgiving, we went through Christmas, we went through New Year's. We're almost to March. My weekly shows uh, have a revolving door always, so Raw and SmackDown just roll on. So I've been... But I'm talking about, like, at the beginning to a finish. Right. Yeah, I don't. We don't watch that. much entertainment that way anymore, right? I mean, no. I guess you would like seasons of American Idol or those kind yeah. of things. I don't do a lot of that anyway. I the funniest damn thing I've seen in a commercial in a long, long time happened in the middle of that last night, and I usually fast forward through the commercial, but it involves the Jersey Shore cast, who now look like characters of themselves. 
I don't know if it's all surgical, if some of it's just age, Botox. All of the above. <laughs> a little bit of everything, jail time. Uh, but there was the funniest thing in a commercial for they've got some family vacation. I, I cannot believe these people are still on TV. But maybe the people who were with them on the original run are a little older now, a little, you know, maybe it, it ages well for them. It was like Jim, was it Jim Tan Laundry or whatever, GTL, wasn't that the big thing? I don't know. I didn't watch any of it. <laughs> that was a it. phenomenon. I mean, like, uh-huh. like Ozzy, you know, the Osborne, you know, sure. family show or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it had its 15 minutes. You would think, but oh, it just keeps repeating though. I'll tell you this line. It's a great one. When we get back on the other side of the break, stay tuned. Time now for the Marquee Coffee Break. Fresh roasting coffee locally indicated for over 40 years. Marquee Coffee, the official drink of choice for discerning coffee drinkers everywhere. The magic is in our beans. Want to take the best trip ever in 2024? Linda Roberts with Best Trips Ever has you covered. Featured trips this year include Spotlight on South Dakota, Mount Rushmore in August, the 80th anniversary of D-Day from Paris to Normandy River Cruise in October, and San Antonio holiday November 30th through December 4th. For more information, call Linda Roberts today, 855-1877. That's 855-1877. Best Trips Ever. And remember, travel is the only thing you can buy that makes you richer. On February 5th, 2024, Newhoff Media Decatur LLC, licensee of WSOYAM 1340, Decatur, Illinois, filed an application with the Federal Communications Commission for consent to an assignment of the license to Champaign Multimedia Group LLC. Members of the public wishing to view this application or obtain information about how to file comments and petitions on the application can visit publicfiles.fcc.gov and search in WSOYAM's public file. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, the original timeshare cancellation experts. Every week we get thousands of complaints from timeshare owners who can never book a vacation that they want. They were told their maintenance fees would never go up. They were told it's a great investment. Timeshare salespeople approach. They know how to get you trapped in a timeshare, and once you're locked in, they keep you spending money chasing that impossible timeshare dream. At Wesley, we know the timeshare business inside and out, how you get hooked in and how we get you out. So whether your timeshare is completely paid off or you owe hundreds of thousands of dollars and you just can't stop buying, give us a call. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we'll get you out of your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free timeshare exit information kit. Call 800-706-5400. That's 800-706-5400. 800-706-5400. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. So we wrapped up the uh, challenge. I think it's like season 39 or something ridiculous like that because they have generally a couple a year. Uh, and 18 weeks, appointment TV, very old school, recording it, you know, with Xfinity, forwarding through the commercials, getting a couple of commercials in between that feels like very mid-2000s. Would that be about the Jersey Shore time? Probably, yeah. I feel like they're like 03, 04 
Just you think? Uh, you know what? That's I, I, we need to know that because I that's important I, contextually. Uh, Two thousand nine. Was it really that late? Yeah. Wow. And uh, it went from 2009 to 2012. Okay. Okay. So they were, I, I don't know, seven or eight people living in Seaside Heights, New Jersey, the cameras on, kind of the extension of not really reality TV, but kind of reported to you as reality TV. Now, they haven't been anywhere in my radar except for these commercials that I happen to catch before I'm fast-forwarding to the thing that's broadcast on MTV. And that makes sense because it's not my thing and MTV's really not my thing except for this one show. So they've got something called Family Vacation or something. I don't know. They're going to Rhode Island. I have no idea. They're all the Italian, you know, uh, heritage thing. And, and so is it Snooky? Was that the, the one? Yeah. yeah. Nicole, whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. She's on the phone and she's asking about, you know, meaning Italians, you know, did we discover America? And the lady on the other said, said, we probably discovered something, but it was probably an STD. Oh, my. Yep. It's a good line to put in that commercial. Isn't there has it? never been anything more Jersey Shore than that. Yep. We're back. That's exactly right. That is a perfect line. I almost <laughs> fell out of my chair. I mean, it was just like, it was so just like I happened, you know, paused it. You go to the restroom, somebody come back, you know, all right, are they still? And then I had to look because I'm like, is that Snooky? I mean, they, they don't even look like the same human beings. No, I've seen them pop up occasionally like as celebrities in like softball games or, or like on dancing shows or whatever, but that's it. I, you're, I, you're like all about the dancing shows today. I don't. Oh yeah, dance party USA. It's <laughs> like your second reference. Uh, I'm starting to wonder if there's not a hidden mix. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, they they first remember the whole Guido Guidette controversy because yes. you know Italians, I think rightfully so, were like this isn't what we're like. Right. But people loved it. Became a pop culture sensation. I never got in on it. I know for no reason. Well, probably for good reason, but I just I probably it, didn't watch one episode because their life goal was Jim Tan laundry. I just didn't see myself in that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. <laughs> anyway, so the challenge wrapped up. Won't give any spoilers. My person did not win, finished second. Um, and it was like, it was a pretty tough one. How, um, 18 weeks. They're obviously not in seclusion for 18 weeks. Yeah. Wait. Well, I mean, are they filming? 18, it's 18 episodes. That's why I'm, I, what I'm saying is. Yeah, they're longer. I think they're there longer. Probably than like that. for you. Because I don't think they, they, there's all, I think there's a day in between in reality before they go to the next thing. So this thing. is happening in real time? No. I, I think once it starts airing, they're probably not done yet. Okay. But by the time they're done, they're home. So you, you think filming's like six actual weeks or something like that probably? Uh, well, let's just say you had 18 challenges. Mm -hmm. you, you know, so you would have a day in between. So whatever that would look oh, like, okay. you know, probably times two. So yeah. Okay, month or two of filming. Yeah, I think okay. it's at least a couple of months. And it's usually in Croatia. Yeah. Um, and they've got kind of a, they, they used to move it around and I think they finally figured out that's way expensive. They got kind of a crib there in Croatia that they can do it. it it's, it's fun. You just, it's, you find, I, I didn't even have, I, I had one person left to root for. I didn't even have Jay to root against anymore. So, I mean, it was like, but I've, I've invested 17 weeks. Right. Gotta know how it turns out. Fair enough. Enjoy it. 
it's become such a backstabbing. Like that's always been a part of it. I mean, there's never been a worse conclusion than when uh, Johnny Bananas and his partner won, and he had the choice to either split it with her or keep it, and he kept all of it. <laughs> That's killer. That so is killer. There's always been backstabbing. Oh, I love that. But now it's to the point where, like, <laughs> Norice, awesome. so you know, got thrown into elimination three times, sent five people home, and a lot of people in that final never even had one eliminated. I mean, so they, they skirt their way around actually having to earn their way there. Just lurk in the back. Yeah. And then they get there, and, and of course they're not going to win because you didn't, I mean, you didn't, yeah, you know, or or like Corey last night freaking out on the heights. It's like, what do you not know what you're gonna get with this thing? Stop already! All that intrigue is so is so Squid Games. I love it. Well, way before Squid Games, I know thirty nine seasons might have been the you know the ancestor to it, really. And then Berna is always like, you know, here's here's what you do when you watch Berna. You go three, two, one, meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> like almost on cue. That's funny. And I'm really Horacio or Kylan, who I really was rooting for. Either one of them would have won that final last night had they been. Yep. You know. Uh, but anyway, 18 weeks, it's all in, and uh, season finale last night uh, uh, won't give away the uh, winners. We told you, Brush College. You're not going to want to go anywhere near that until October. going to be long haul a tremendous thing for this community you put the fast forward button on for a couple of years let's say three years that whole part of town is not going to be recognizable well it's also going to be so much better that's what I'm i mean saying. From, from a commute point of view to richland that's the one thing you know you can go around you, you know you could go uh you, you know 22nd street out right. across uh, you know towards farm progress you can go out as i said out on william street you know around there are ways to get to it but that 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 is a pretty major artery there yeah. for it to be blocked by so many trains and so much i mean you know it will be unbelievably better for everyone oh yeah and with stuff popping up all around that will be recognizable cuz it's all new a lot of construction oh, you a lot bet. of you bet. Good stuff. And it's been on the, the, the drawing board for a very, 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 very long time. Uh, all right. On the other side of the break, we talked about Beyonce's country music. Yeah. Right? Chart topping country well, music. Hey, you do what you think. <laughs> and <laughs> who saw that and coming? Who would be surprised by this outside of the country music industry? <laughs> She could take a burp song I, and make it number one. Uh, she could. I hope she doesn't. I, right, but I'm just and, saying. And, and if she starts that, that may that power may not be with her forever. Because <laughs> no. the stuff she puts out is. You only get one of those. Yeah, okay, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, all right, we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Plus, uh, Dan Watkins coming in from God Shelter of Love. Debbie Bogle from the United Way. Stay tuned. Here's Nick with your three day forecast. Today, we've got a chance of rain and thunderstorms, cloudy to start, then mostly sunny, high of 60. Then tonight, mostly cloudy to start, then clear, low of 37. For Friday, mostly sunny, high of 50, chance of flurries after midnight. Then Saturday, sunny with a high of 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 49 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.53. This look at your weather brought to you by Shaner's Towing. Fast, reliable, 24-hour towing in the Decatur area. Give Shaner a call. 217-875-2200.
have car trouble and need a tow, trust Shaner's Towing. Shaner's of Decatur is your best choice for business towing solutions in central Illinois. Roadside assistance, farming, towing and recovery, auto repairs and tires and more. If you're looking for a fast and reliable partner for all auto and heavy duty needs, just visit Shaner'sTowing.com. Trust Shaner's and save their number, 875-2200. That's 875-2200. When accidents happen, when you need a repair, trust Shaner's Towing. Set those tee times as Earth Mover Credit Union presents the second United Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Pub in downtown Decatur. $1,500 in prize money is on the line, and it's anyone's to win. Book a tee time to play on the golf simulator at Caddyshack by calling 217-422-4444 or visiting caddyshackgolfpub.com. When you arrive, tell them you're playing in the United Way Open. Donate 10 bucks to the United Way for each nine holes you play at Pebble Beach, and you're in the running. Play anytime between now and February 28th. Top 12 scores are called on leap day and are invited to the championship nine-hole round on Sunday, March 3rd. Earth Mover Credit Union presents the second United Way Open at Caddyshack. Can anyone catch defending champion Griffin Sparks? Huge thank yous to sponsors, the Country Financial Agency of Ludwig & Young, the new 4-9 in Mount Zion right next door, main place real estate agent Blake Reynolds, the law office of Andrew Erickson, Newhoff Media, Jim Broidery by Lance Amos, and Blake of Parlooza LLC. The Mount Zion Spring Craft Show at the Mount Zion Convention Center is back. The perfect place to find unique, handmade items for your home. The Craft Show starts Friday night, March 1st from 7 till 9 and continues on Saturday the 2nd from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. Admission is free. Food will be available for purchase from the kitchen of Doris Yoder. For more information on the Mount Zion Spring Craft Show, call 864-5424 or Facebook.com slash Mount Zion Craft Shows. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. And she had a voice. And I'm not saying she still doesn't. It's just generally when you get to a certain age, you don't have, whether you're Sinatra or whoever it is. But at her in her prime, there were... Stevie Nicks was Beyonce before there was Beyonce. That's a very, yeah. Stevie Nicks was Taylor Swift before there was Taylor Swift. Maybe not at the level that they are now, but young women, I mean, she was all that. Yep, she was the blueprint. For for, sure. For the next generation. And and you throw Madonna in there and some others, right? But, I mean, there was, I think what you had with, you certainly had controversy with Stevie Nicks, but the talent was just overwhelming. Madonna seemed all about the brand and the controversy and the. Could have been more flawed. There's certainly talent. Yes. But not Stevie Nicks talent. No. Every time I hear that stuff, just. Gives me goosebumps. She was so good. Yeah. All right, Beyonce, the first black woman ever to debut at number one on Billboard's Hot Country Songs chart. Yeah. Period. Yeah. You want to know why? Because there haven't been a lot of black women on the country chart. Because they haven't allowed a lot of black women on the country chart. And radio stations across America have been notorious about, you know, kind of like, Republicans and vaccines, like, it's like, I don't know if that's what they really think or they're just trying to appease their audience. Ask Darius Rucker, ask anybody. And then sometimes it takes somebody bigger than all that to just kick the saloon doors in. 
and bring their friends with them and bring the whole universe with them and go, all right, you want to define what country is? Congratulations to her. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not unbelievable. It's absolutely believable. All right. It, it, it was. Vegas wouldn't take bets on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was the opposite of if it could happen. It's it, it was exactly what was going to happen. All right. We've got to take a break. Top of the hour news. Stay tuned. We're everywhere you are. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. A controversial proposal to allow existing Illinois electric utilities the right of first refusal when it comes to building new transmission lines is being revived in Springfield. The plan is similar to a bill that passed the General Assembly last year before being vetoed by the governor. This proposal is broader, offering the right of first refusal to all Illinois electric utilities without the sunset date contained in last year's version. The bill is awaiting a committee hearing. History of the Heartland is hosting Living Legends of the Big Reds Machine on May 18th at Doherty's, celebrating the Stephen Decatur High School basketball teams of the 1960s. Doors open at 4 p.m. with the program set to begin at 5. There will be photo opportunities available of the trophies from the era, including the 1962 state championship trophy and a panel discussion. Anyone and everyone is welcome to come. Admission will be free. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.